Love is spiritual, not natural. You ever think about that? This is absolutely miraculous. With love, you get the results now. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to Deep Water where we're we're talking about controversial issues about the important things of life, uh, things that we need to be talking to each other about, things that we need to be discussing rather than just watching screens all the time or talking about things that maybe are not the more important things in life. That, and, I, and I do not say I've got the answer. This is just maybe to help start the discussion. Uh, but invite someone over for pizza. Uh, go out to lunch with someone. Say, hey, would you mind if we, uh, you know, talk about some life issues, to discuss some deep stuff about life? And I promise you this, some may not want to do that, but you'll find ones that do. And as you talk about those issues, that friendship will grow like it is on super grow food. When you discuss these things with people in a kind, loving way, your relationship with them gets better and usually fast. It, because it's intimacy. You, to talk about these deep, controversial, sometimes vulnerable things creates intimacy. It's, and that's what we all crave. I'm not talking sexual intimacy. I'm talking um, spiritual, mental, kind of heart-to-heart stuff. Okay, today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, when someone close to you is in pain. What do you do? How do you deal with that? Uh, it, it's a difficult situation. Um, my wife, Hope, was uh, severely uh, clinically depressed for the first 12 years of our life. And I mean, that is big-time pain. If you've ever been around someone severely depressed, you know that. It's not just emotional pain. It's physical pain, too. And um, one of the hardest things of my life was being married to her and walking side-by-side side with her when she was in so much pain that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't alleviate. I couldn't fix it, okay? Um, but whether it's a significant other or a child or a neighbor or somebody at work or whatever, um, I think we always need to have our radar on uh, for people around us when they are in pain because someone who's in pain typically needs help. Now, they may not need for you to fix it. They may not need for you to say this is the way out of it. They may just need support and encouragement and love. But anyone who's in any kind of pain can use your help if your help is right and what it should be. So let me talk a little bit about that. Um, to me, if someone close to you is in pain, the first thing you need to look at is um, where am I coming from as far as this person is concerned? Um, do I like them? Do I not like them? Uh, do I judge them? Do I not judge them? And then even more importantly, why would I do something to help them? 
Uh, and the reason I say that is because so many times the pe people, when people do something to help someone else, they're doing it for themselves, not for the other person. They're doing it so the other person will like them. They're doing it expecting something in return, even if the something is just thank you or praise or, or whatever, all right? And when that's the situation, it may still help the person that it's being done for, but it's going to hurt you. If you're, if you're going to help somebody, but you're doing it for yourself, you're doing it with expectation to get something for yourself, it's going to hurt you. And it's also likely that somehow, in a way that maybe words can't even explain, they're going to sense that it's not completely free. It's not completely right. Uh, and, it, and it's maybe it's not going to help them near as much as it could or should because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So I would say before you help someone to try to get yourself in the right space, which is to think positively of them as positively as you possibly can, to quit or don't judge them, okay? Uh, to consider that if I had been in their shoes, I might have done exactly the same thing or I might be in far worse situation or whatever. And most importantly, can I do this without expecting anything in return, even a thank you, even a smile, but do it 100% just to love that person, just to help that person, just to be a benefit to them in this painful situation somehow, because I'll be in a painful situation in my life sometime too. So that golden rule thing, let me treat them the way I would like to be treated. Or what I call the platinum rule, even though it's still really the golden rule, um, to treat people the way they would like to be treated. Because everyone's different. And what works for one person may not be that great for another. So what do they like? And let me try to treat them that way. But um, so try to be positive, try to get rid of judgment, try to put aside any negative things from the past, and to go without expectation just to help and nothing else, all right? And I think if you can do that, then you can be of great benefit to that person. And by the way, whether someone is in pain or not, all of those things I just said are the way you should live your life every day. Okay? Uh, don't judge other people. Try to be as positive as you can as long as it's the truth. Don't take it past the truth to where it's not true because then it's a lie. And a lie detector test is a stress test, so that'll spike your stress. But be as positive as you can while still being truthful. Don't judge other people. And make sure whatever you do, you do not expecting anything in return. You're doing because you believe it's the right thing to do, that it's love-based, truth-based, kind, it's treating others the way I would like to be treated, um, etc. Okay? So 
that also holds just for the way you live your life. But especially if you're going to try to help someone who's in pain because you could make their pain worse, okay? You go to try to help them and they really do have the alarms going off. They don't care a thing about me. They're here for themselves. Well, that'll make their pain worse and they'll want you to get away from them, most likely. Um, when you go to help them, sometimes the things that you would not think of first as being a help might be the biggest help. Um, I knew a guy one time whose uh, wife died very unexpectedly and at a young age in her 40s. And it was just absolutely devastating. They had like um, four or five young children at the time. Excuse me. And um, it was devastating to them and devastating to everyone around them. And there were a lot of people around them. And as the husband uh, was, was thanking people later and was up... Uh, giving at a little podium basically saying thank you to everyone that had helped. Um, he said something fascinating to me. He mentioned a number of people that came to help and then he mentioned this one person and he said this is the person that helped me the most. And then he described what that person did. And what the person did is they just they came in they said, I'm so sorry. If there's anything at all you need, just let me know and I will do it. And then the person went over and sat literally on the floor in the corner and just prayed for him all day. And that was it. I mean, I imagine he got up to use the restroom a time or two or get a drink of water or something, but that was it. And I think it was for more than one day. So he's like, went home, went to bed, came back the next day. I'm so sorry. Is it okay if I sit over in this corner and pray for you again today? And, and did that. But he, he wasn't the person who had the great words of wisdom. Didn't spend a lot of money to do this or that. Didn't, very low key. But the gentleman whose wife had died said, that's the one that helped me the most. That's the one that meant the most to me. And I believe things like that are what we think of and come up with when we're going to help someone in pain from the right place, without expectation, with no judgment, saying, okay, let me treat this person the way I would want to be treated. And that means doing what they like, doing what uh, is a help to them, which may be very different from me, okay? Um, and I believe if you can do that, and, and I believe everyone can, as long as they're coming from the right place, it can make an absolutely monumental night and day difference in that person's pain and what they're going through, and the length of time they have to go through it, and, and all of the above, okay? So, um, I, I think one thing that helps a lot of people a lot in those situations are acts of service, okay? Aside just 
I'm going to sit here and anything you need. You need a glass of water. You need me to go get food. Tell me and you got it, okay? But on the other hand, maybe um, saying, you know what? Um, they really like Kentucky Fried Chicken. So I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to go get a bucket of chicken. Now, don't go get Wendy's, which is your favorite thing. You know, that's what you would want if it was you. No, don't do that. What's their favorite thing? What would they want? And go get that. Um, uh, flowers are wonderful, okay? Beautiful. Can't go wrong with flowers. But make sure you're giving them the greatest gift of you along with the flowers. So not only just flowers, but taking some time to, oh, I'm so sorry, and, and I'm praying for you, and is there anything I can do? And, but, but without being unobtrusive, without needing to make a show, without needing to get something in return, etc. So, um, yeah, if you can anticipate someone's needs like that. When my mother died, um, which was one of the biggest traumas of my life, I was in my 20s, she died early, and I was just absolutely devastated. And a couple of people came over to our house as soon as they got the word that she had died. And they just started taking care of everything at the house. Uh, the food, the trash, making sure people that came had a drink of water or a Coke or a punch or whatever it was, putting chairs out, cleaning up when everyone was gone. I mean, they didn't even ask. They just came over and started taking care of things. Uh, without wanting or asking for anything in return. And, and that meant so much to me and to my brothers and, and my wife. Um, so those are the tips I would give you. And, and maybe the biggest one of all is pray for them. Larry Dossie, in his wonderful book, Reinventing Medicine, cites double-blind studies where people were prayed for and, and got tangible results. Better surgery results, less medication needed, fewer days in the hospital, uh, faster healing, uh, all kinds of stuff. And the only variable, and these were double blind, the only variable was being prayed for or not. And the people didn't even know they were being prayed for. Prayer works, man. And I think one of the reasons it works is it plugs in to the spiritual as opposed to the natural. Well, what's the big deal about that? The spiritual is where miracles can happen and, and things can sometimes change like that, all right? So plug in to the power of the spiritual and pray for them, for, for peace, for comfort, for health, for depending on the situation. Okay? And don't just say you're going to pray for them. Really pray for them. And you know, you know a thing most people don't know? That prayer will benefit you more than anybody. You're the one doing the praying for them. That prayer will benefit you more than it will benefit them. But it will benefit them. And sometimes in a wonderful, great way. But... Um, Pray for them. Think about them all through the day. And throw up a plea. Yeah, please help Bill. He's going through this horrible, terrible time. 
Uh, let him feel my love. Let him feel my energy. Let him feel he is not alone. And then go on about your day. And then another 30 minutes. Ah, please be with Bill again. I mean, prayers like that can have unbelievable results. If you don't believe in God in prayer, make a request of your heart. Okay? Uh, ex uh, experiments were done. Uh, many years ago, in 1935, Albert Einstein did one called Action at a Distance. It's called a thought experiment. But what they showed is that I literally can be connected to you and my thoughts can affect you positively or negatively at a distance, even if I'm hundreds of miles away from you. And your thoughts can affect me negatively or positively. We'll use that function to be a positive effect on them, even if you're not physically with them, okay? But um, the main thing, humility, non-judgment, try to put yourself in their shoes, see how, they would, how you would feel in a similar situation. Try to get rid of any negative stuff from the past. Be as positive as you can while still being truthful be of service, and then the last one, like the guy sitting in the corner, maybe just be there for them. Just be there. And that's a lot of times beyond what you can say or what you can do. Just being there. And you don't necessarily have to do that by being in the room. The example I used, the guy was in the room, and I think that's great when you can do it. But um, call them through the day. Send them, or, or send them a text message. They don't have to pick up the phone or be bothered if they don't want to be. Send them text messages. I love you. I'm praying for you. Um, just want you to know I'm thinking about you. I'm going to be here for you to help you through this, whatever you need. I mean, text after text after text, just loving, encouraging, building them up, putting your arms around them, physically or metaphorically, all right? So, um, and I believe if you do these things related to someone who's in pain around you, it will be of great benefit to them, it will be of great benefit to you, and it will be of great benefit for you and them together as a friendship um, or, or whatever is appropriate in that relationship. But that's how people become close, and they're close the rest of their life. Maybe not to the extent, but kind of like men who've been in battle and shared foxholes together. Those are their best friends the rest of their life. They treat that person with honor. They, you know, that's their go-to person. They know they've got my back and I've got theirs. Well, maybe not to the extent of in a foxhole, but this can build a similar kind of situation that can last a lifetime. So sometimes a person being in pain is also an opportunity for them and for you. For the person in pain, if that's you, um, you, you have to persevere. M. Scott Peck, medical doctor who wrote the runaway bestseller, The Road Less Traveled, said the reason that most people don't change is because to change, you have to go through chaos. And chaos means pain. 
So when people get to chaos and feel the pain, they go back to what was comfortable, which means they never get to the other side of chaos, which is love or success or health or happiness. They, sadly, they never get to it because for anyone to get to that, you have to go through pain. So help them persevere. Help them hang on, maybe even if it's just by their fingernails. Be there, encourage, love, join hands, whatever. And um, it will be a blessing to them and a blessing to you and a blessing to the two of you together. Win, win, win. So if you are in pain or someone uh, around you or close to you is, um, I, I'm praying for you. I don't know who you are, but God does. And I pray for those things every day and people who might hear or read something that I say. So God be with you um, and go in love and truth and what is right and what is in their best interest and what they would most like, kindness, and there's no way you can lose. You don't have to come up with the perfect words or the perfect thing. If you do it like that, you can't do it wrong. So um, hope that helps, and I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day.